So Dave, I was just uh, relaxing with some uh, AI-generated mm. Gregorian chants. Yeah, no, being, that's that's being great. Being by an AI, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. it's very. Mm -hmm. uh, as, how do you feel? Uh, as long as I don't look at this horrific Lovecraftian contraption, it's very soothing. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Me meanwhile, um, speaking of Lovecraftian horrors, um, yeah, you scared the hell out of me with your uh, your uh, video camera little add-on thing. So why don't you tell everybody about that? Yeah. So I want to, I want to make sure that everybody understands, uh, what is available to you. So, uh, the good people at Snapchat have made available a tool called snap camera. And what this does is it takes your regular camera and, uh, puts Snapchat kind of filters on it, uh, lenses, I think they call them, and then presents, uh, as a second camera. So you can go into your video conferencing software, blue jeans, hangouts, what have you, uh, uh, zoom, I presume. Uh, and you can choose the snap camera instead of your real camera and you, and all your friends can enjoy, uh, playing with the, uh, the Snapchat lenses. So I showed up for my performance and development meeting this morning with a set of googly eyes. Uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, that went well. And, uh, and I think Dave, I, uh, today is your birthday, Dave. Happy birthday. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, and so I greeted you with a big happy birthday, kind of Chiron and a birthday hat and all that stuff. So anyway, yeah. uh, it's good to, it's good to feel, you know, it's good to have good to, good to feel 12 years old sometimes. Yeah. But for you to be like a pickle with a face on it was just not, <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Didn't, was, didn't care for it. Yeah. Huh? You didn't like the, uh, you didn't prepare me. You didn't like the potato homunculus. You didn't, you didn't care for yeah. that. So if anybody, yeah. So be warned, anybody that tries to have a video call with you, um, you're uh, just be warned. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what I could show up as? Yeah, yeah. On the internet, no one knows you're a potato. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, so are you? Are you? First of all, Dave, good on us. Uh, uh, two weeks, two recordings. Mm -hmm. That's what shelter in place does to a person. I <laughs> That's guess. right. Yeah. It's important to keep yeah. a schedule. What else are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. uh, so what are any, any updates on your, uh, on the next week of your shelter in place? I'm waiting for it to get warm enough so I could put, dial up the insurance on my motorcycle and go for a ride. <laughs> if, if I'm allowed to do that, I don't even know if that's allowable unless I say I'm, I'm going quote unquote, to the store, grocery store or something. I don't right. know. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think technically no, but who's, you know, who's going to stop you? Yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> Only one way to find out. That's true. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right. Um, so a lot of, Dave, I'm looking at the list here. A lot of robots this week. Yes. Little, yeah, mostly. Yeah. So we're, we're going to be talking about uh, robot prayers, as you alluded to. We got our robot lawyers back. Uh, which will be exciting. Nice. Uh, we're going to talk about robot pain and uh, also people pain. Oh, okay. I guess they go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Gunner, mm -hmm. if people were to uh, take a look at the, uh, get your snap camera and some uh, 
AI-generated prayers, uh, where should we send them? Oh, they should go to uh, HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash DGshow.org. That's D as in Dave, G as in Gunner, show.org. Nice, nice. You've been practicing. I have been practicing. I knew this was coming. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. All right. And what's, uh, yeah, so cutting room floor, um, we got some treats for everybody, right? Um, feast for your eyes, for your nose, for your mind. Um, <laughs> got, got some color palettes, right, that are overly descriptive, right? Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, limiest khaki green uh, was one of my favorites. Uninviting grayish green, that's another good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's just taking the already ridiculous color naming practice uh, to its kind of logical end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, undiagnosed uh, light indigo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So th- I think now's the time if you're thinking about maybe doing some painting. Um, you know, this is some, you can get your color palette, and um, also while you know you're sheltering in place you can get some candles uh mcdonald's has some scented candles mcdonald's scented candles mm-hmm. yeah so if you want it, uh french fries you know you name it they, they got it for you oh man if that oh yeah. i don't know if i could take it yeah the idea that you could like have a cheeseburger candle and then not be able to actually have the cheeseburger right right hmm. Hmm. yes and then, uh, yeah, the, and just for you, the uh, Financial Times 404 page. Yes, <laughs> which lists, uh, is, is a, on the page, why wasn't this page found? We asked some leading economists and then uh, provides an explanation for why the page wasn't available according to uh, Malthusianism, uh, classical economics, mercantilism, game theory, tragedy of the commons. It's great. It's a, it's a, it's mm-hmm. a hoot. It's a hoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really well done. I always like a good gag four hundred four page. That's I feel like mm-hmm. that's a that's something that we've lost these last few years. This mm-hmm. used to be this used to be common, and I I appreciate it. Financial Times, thank you. Yeah, we we got to be able to laugh at ourselves in this day and age. That's right. That's right. Can't take take things too seriously. That's right. Which which is which is a good segue into your first item. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. So this um yeah um. So just the, this article I saw, um, it said, uh, if you read it, it says, we think they created it for no other reason than to give us all nightmares. Mm-hmm. Um, so imagine, if you will, a, um, you know, you got AIs, right? And so there's, a, was it GPT-2 is is the big one that, that everybody's using these days that will, like, generate, like, novels or whatever that seem kind of okay? Mm-hmm. Well, there, there are these people that... Um, they took uh, books like the Bible, um, you know, the Talmud, uh, the Book of Mormon, uh, uh, you know, Confucianism, all, all kind of things, right? Pumped it into uh, GPT-2, um, and now they're able to uh, generate scripture um, as well as, um, you know, AI-generated scripture that sounds kind of plausible, like parables and stuff, and then... Um, you could also have them be sung. So it's like if you wanted to do like some Gregorian chants, as as we all heard. That's right. But but they didn't stop there, did they? Right. You would think it's like it's like hey, we've succeeded and everything. Uh, but what they did was they they um, you know they created this mouth that would um, this robotic mouth that will do the chants for you and the scripture readings for you, which really complements the AI. Um, you know. <laughs> 
So it's, it's yeah, it's it's a nice pairing. Um, it's it's this rubberized looking mouth that will open and close, and and this nose with no eyes and everything. So, <laughs> it's unseemly. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. Uh, it yeah. is genuinely upsetting, and uh, I encourage everybody to go visit uh, go visit the page. Yeah, yeah, and you you might want uh, after seeing it, you may want to uh, call a lawyer and and sue them, right? Right. Right. And yeah. have we got a service for you? Yeah. So there's the, um, we've talked about this in the past, the uh, robot lawyer. Mm-hmm. Remember the one that would do the, the fight, the parking tickets for you? Yeah. Yeah. Do not pay, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so now they've added a service that will sue data brokers that don't delete your personal uh, and location information. Nice. Yes. And so... How much would uh, and so they'll they'll do it for over a um, hundred data brokers and they will demand that you delete uh, your and your family's information mm-hmm. and and how much would you pay for a tool like that? Oh, I would pay. Well, I mean, you think about people get those you know that like identity theft insurance kind of schemes. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. easily I would pay. I would pay a bunch. I pay uh, I pay a hundred dollars a year. That's what I would pay. Hundred dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow! Three bucks a month. It's great. It's a bargain. Bargain at twice the price. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yep. And and and, and that's and but there's more. Mm. Um, it will also that three bucks a month will fight the parking tickets for you in any city. Um, it will complain and ask for compensation for poor in-flight Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> it also does robo revenge, which will sue robo callers. That's great. This yeah. Is, this is becoming a really valuable service. Yeah. So as far as, uh, to me, it's it's a pretty amazing thing that uh, three bucks a month, they could do all that stuff for you. And uh, w- would you take advantage of something like that? I f- yeah. I mean, I, I'm seriously considering it. That sounds that sounds fantastic. Yeah. I guess it'll be yeah. as valuable. I, get, uh, I guess for three bucks a month, I guess maybe they're pricing in the fact that they're also going to have a robots at the other end of the transaction (laughs) (laughs) yeah well they'll go to the cities and have robots to fight the you know fight their robots and uh, exactly yeah it would be one of those uh um generative uh adversarial uh networks yeah exactly a self-licking ice cream cone that's right Mm -hmm. that's right yep yeah and i but i wonder though too it's like okay you go in on this and what would happen if all of a sudden you start filing all these lawsuits? Could that go bad? That's, like you start picking fights with the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you get flagged as like one of those robo, one of those do not pay folks, right? Um, right. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I, yeah. I don't know. It seems like fair game, right? Yeah. No, I could imagine for the, the Wi-Fi, it makes sense. Parking tickets... Um, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. 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 We'll have to, we'll have to see. We'll we'll have to see if anybody's trying that out. Let us know. Um, but they also added another thing that is like made me take pause, uh, Mm -hmm. that they let you share online subscriptions with other people without divulging your password. Huh? How did, yeah. I wonder how that works. Yeah, so they have a Chrome extension mm-hmm. that um, I guess you use this Chrome extension that will slurp up your cookies, 
generate a URL, and then uh, you give that URL to somebody else. Oh. You invite them. They yeah. click on it, and then it drops the contents of the cookies as, and from that URL into their thing, and then they're already logged into that session. Uh, I got you. I got you. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not part of the $3 fee. It's it's free for now. But to me, I'm, I'm not a subscription share usually yeah. uh, you know like i like you know it's like i you know netflix isn't that expensive for me and i want the content creators to get paid and all that but uh i don't know what do you think yeah i think uh i'm trying to imagine a non-cheating use case for this and it's hard to come up with right now um mm-hmm. in any case i wouldn't want to sh- uh i wouldn't want to share any service like this with someone without who I wouldn't also trust with my password. Right. That's right. That's, that's kind of a red herring. Um, cause I got to, I'm not going to get, you know, I won't give you my password, but I will give you unfettered access to my account. That seems not great. Also, I, I don't imagine yeah. how long this could last. Cause I, I, I expect that the next step from somebody like Disney plus or Spotify or something is, um, uh, tying that cookie to a particular IP address or something like that, or at least to a subnet. Mm-hmm. and filtering it out that way so you can't just share it willy-nilly. Yeah, and that's like today they limit the number of concurrent streams that you could have. So like in my case, like my daughter will watch Netflix up in her dorm in New York, but um, uh, but she's still part of our household, so I don't I sleep well at night, um, <laughs> you know, having that yeah. sharing going on. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's like you could imagine it's like, I well, I tell her I don't want you sharing it with your dorm mates and, and you know, getting all over the place. And they even have the option. And, and this was in the beta uh, before it went GA in the beta. They were actually thinking about having it so you could sell it. You, you, you could sell your access to somebody else. <laughs> and, you know, so it could be like you could sell sharing your Netflix account with somebody else. And then, you know, you basically like timeshare your Netflix, I guess with somebody. Right. Yeah. I I can imagine, I can imagine that being pretty great for like, uh, I want to rent a Netflix account for like an hour just so I can catch up on Ozark. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, like kind of creating Mm -hmm. a secondary market around Netflix subscriptions. That would, I mean, part of me, that sounds, sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like creating an efficiency where we don't really need one, but okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's it's like, you know, you would think a, a, a robot lawyer would have looked at this and, and <laughs> red flagged it. Right. But um, but you could also do, you know, the other thing that you could do is um, uh, it could be any sort of account, I guess. It, you know, for instance, you like Amazon Prime, right, to watch mm-hmm. your Amazon Prime videos, you know, and you share it with a random person, that means they have access to your Amazon Prime account. Mm-hmm. And then they could start ordering stuff and um, and all that. But, you know, in theory, you could go out, you could go into your account and, and deactivate them. Um, but still, it's like, I don't know. I think it's more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. That sounds like more trouble than yeah. it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. And Love speaking of, of, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, things that maybe a pain, I don't know, um, is it there are some Japanese scientists that are, are developing this robot that can feel pain? Uh-huh. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. 
So yeah, where could this go? And and so t- take a look at uh, that URL. Uh, mm-hmm. Click on that. And okay. so it's, and what's really weird is that they started off. It's like this robot of a young boy, as opposed to an adult. Which red flag, <laughs> oh, right? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. And so you can give it this robot little boy, like you know, make it feel pain, and it can. Uh, so it's this face of a small child, and it can make realistic facial expressions responding to touches by smiling, frowning, and grimacing. Ugh. Ugh, God, mm-hmm. why did it have to be a little boy? Right, right. Or, yeah, I have a list of people I would much rather have. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Right. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, and what's strange to me is, like, okay, well, so why why are these people – causing a robot pain and what i guess what they're trying to do is train the robot or train an ai or something um to um by uh, they call it coding pain sensors into machines to have them have maybe an ai develop empathy to human suffering so they could act as more compassionate companions and so the thought is hey japan's population on average is getting older and um they might be able to offer physical and emotional assistance robots uh, to elders who live alone. Okay. All right. Seems kind of like a bank shot, but okay. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. I could, I guess I could get there. I thought it was going to go in another direction. I thought it was going to be uh, creating a tool that could solicit empathy in humans, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Like what? What is it? The Stanford experiment? Yeah. Or, exactly. No. Yeah, it, it was it was the other one with the electric shocks. The Milgram and, experiment. And, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But no, no, no such. Uh, no, it's it's yeah. all about teaching robots, uh, having them feel pain. I see what they did. They took it and they turned it. I see. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So speaking of pain, um, so there's. Have you heard about these uh, slanted toilets? <laughs> I have. Yes, I have heard about these lead toilets. Yeah. 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 So it's it's basically um, instead of having, you know, a toilet that's a flat surface that you could sit on, they uh, they they have a gradient uh, that uh, goes from 11 to 13 degrees optimally. Uh, but uh, the patent says that it can go from five to thirty-five degrees, and thirty-five degrees, they say, <laughs> is like perching on a, a playground slide. <laughs> and and it's like, okay, well, why are people doing this? And they said that it's like, uh, so the the company Standard Toilet mm-hmm. um, is, uh, they said that uh, that. People, uh, employees are needlessly uh, taking long bathroom breaks that are costing employers billions of dollars every year. Yeah. Yep. They also say that it, they could put these in shopping malls, restaurants, and uh, seaside resorts. Weirdly specific. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, and and, you know, that's where, you know, like I can't even imagine like like oh concert halls or whatever with where the bathroom line is long. I don't think people are sitting in the bathroom to like take a break in there, um, <laughs> right. unless they're really in trouble, right, at a concert <laughs> or a football game or something. And I've I've seen that happen, um, yeah, uh, firsthand. But then 
you know, the, but they, they were actually the, the people that wrote this article, they talked to some uh, people about this. And they, one of the people said that, um, that they're not really understanding the, like the, the notion of productivity saying that the single most important element in being productive in a knowledge worker landscape is having time to think more deeply. <laughs> and the standard toilet uh, company runs counter to some of these conditions that promote, um, you know, it's basically um, that, that don't promote this sort of deep thinking, uh, such as being in a comfortable uh, physical environment and being away from distractions. Yeah, I, I feel like the reporter did a good job at taking an extreme thing and then getting an equally extreme response, like, you know, to the to that thing. Like, okay, yeah, maybe this is about knowledge worker productivity or whatever, but, like, the the actual problem here is that, like, furniture should not be intended to uh, create cruelty in the workplace. Yes. Right? Like, yes. That seems yeah. like a good rule. Let's start there. <laughs> this yeah. is just mean. <laughs> yeah, well, the article talked about... Um, you know, it's like, well, what about people that are disabled and everything? And it's like, okay, you probably don't want to do that, at least in the handicap stall. But, um, but I could also imagine like the the likelihood of employees suing for disability of like, oh, I, you know, I, I hurt myself on the toilet or something because right. I, I blew a calf or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. I just, well, the ni- one nice thing about uh, about this uh, about this idea is that if you are interviewing at a new job and you visit the toilet and you find one of these in there, you know, you don't want the job because this tells right. you everything you need to know about management. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, very much like how it's like the exact opposite of what they say. Like when you uh, go on a job or you interview somebody and you take them out to lunch and you see how that person treats a wait staff yes. uh, to see if they're a jerk or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just like that except with toilets. Right, exactly. Yeah. All right, so that's a no. Yeah, hard, no hard pass on the on this on okay. the on this non-standard standard toilet. Yep, and uh, yeah, definitely not American standard toilet, I guess. Um, but <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. So I think. Uh, so what have we learned today? Um. Robots can feel pain, and uh, and by hurting robots, we're going to make them sympathize and empathize with us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing. Uh, number two is that uh, the long arm of management reaches all the way into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thing. And uh, number three is uh, you should not pump AI-generated religious chants into uh, weirdly human-like machines. Unless you're having a key signing party. <laughs> Unless you're having a key signing party, in which case that's okay. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. exactly. That's that's why people go. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. All right, Dave. Yeah. So if, if people want to learn more about the grumpiest vivid purple or endothermic neon blue or recluse greenish teal, <laughs> uh, where should we send them? They should go to uh, they should go to uh, dgshow.org. That's uh, D as in Dave, G as in Gunner, show.org. Excellent. Okay. Well, I'm glad that I'm um, not having to go into an office and sit on these toilets. So <laughs> enjoy my time here working from home. Nice. So. All right. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everyone. Yep. Yep. Bye.